Welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I'm Dr. Nicole Rambo. Hey, it's great to see you, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing well, Chris. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good. Today, (laughs) I don't know why I have to laugh. Anytime I think or talk about miniature horses, it causes me to giggle. I, I don't know. Is that the same for you? They're just the funniest, sweetest little things. They are little and adorable, and I've repeatedly wanted one, but have held off uh, because I don't have an actual need for one, but they're so dang cute. <laughs> they're just the best. They're just the best. Oh, my goodness. I've, I've worked with quite a few minis in my career, so I, I, I love that we're talking about them today and specifically feeding them what they require versus, you know, say a a tall, mature horse. But I guess just to start off, can we classify or distinguish a miniature horse versus say a pony versus a tall horse? Because there there is some overlap there, I think. But, you know, I'm interested to, to hear how you would define those three. Well, I mean, the name defines it all, miniature. Yes. <laughs> no, so... The actual breed registries have, I mean, a couple different levels, if you will, of miniature, but, you know, they're below 38 and below 34 inches. So that'd be eight and a half to nine and a half hands. The traditional cutoff for a pony is 14.2 hands. And if you think about it, I mean, there are a lot of horse breeds that are technically pony size. Like if you think about some of your ranchy or quarter horses, they can easily be under that. Um, and then a horse is technically above 14 two hands. You know, if we think about them on a weight basis, your, your minis are, I mean, 150 to 300 pounds, where what we generally consider our average size horse, you know, something between 15 to 16-ish hands is roughly 11 or 1,000 to 1,200 pounds, give or take, depending on their build. So these guys are itty-itty-bitty compared to some of the other equines we work with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're tiny. They're tiny. Now, I just, just a quick question. Some of the things we're going to talk about today could apply to probably small ponies, right? Oh, absolutely. Yep. We have things that range all in between. So small ponies and minis, this would be applicable for. Um, and certainly we think about, you know, the foundational pieces that are applicable to all equines. We just kind of have to adjust quantities when we're talking about the minis. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, one of the things I, I always laugh is like, why do we have mini miniature horses and, and why do they even exist? Uh, because they are just uh, they're just great and it's not just because of laughs but the these horses were actually bred for nobility in Europe in the 1600s like they wanted small horses and you know I guess they were for all the royal courts and stuff in in Europe but they have been working animals too so there are instances of minis where they work deep in mines in Europe pulling carts and things so so they oh, do that, have that's super interesting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. They're amazing. And today, I mean, they do go out and show and they have breed associations and, you know, obviously can't ride them, but, you know, they, they do quite a bit for their owners and, and bring a lot of joy. So jumping into nutrition for them, I guess, you know, we always start with 
body condition scoring for horses when we're, we're trying to determine diets and things like that. Does the Henneke body condition scoring system work for them too? Oh, that's a great question. And yes, absolutely. So the body condition scoring system is giving a score based on the fat cover over distinct areas of the animal. Uh, The easiest place to look at it is over the ribs. So it's a scale of one to nine, four to six would be considered healthy, a horse or mini. uh, That is a body condition score of five. You could easily feel but not easily see their ribs. So minis are going to follow that same pattern of fat accretion uh, or fat deposition. So we can use the Henneke system. They, you know, occasionally you run into a skinny mini, um, but I think for a lot of them, we're pretty happy if we can keep them a body condition score of six, which is the upper end of the healthy range. Skinny minis. I have not seen many. I actually I haven't seen any, but you know, I'm, I'm sure they exist out there. But yeah, they they tend to be a little bit overweight. But we'll get there. We'll get there. But speaking of weight, again, we don't have livestock scales. Most people don't. How do we determine how much they weigh? Because I read that the typical weight tapes that we use for our tall horses doesn't work for them. Is that true? Yeah, if you look at a weight tape, which, I mean, just to throw it out there, weight tapes aren't that accurate on a tall horse anyways, but they are anyways, nice. For, yeah, no. yeah, they're nice <laughs> yeah. for tracking directional changes, going, oh, did he lose weight? Did he gain weight? If you use the same tape. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you look at a weight tape, a lot of times they the minimum weight on them is around 500 pounds, which, as we said, mm-hmm our minis a lot of times max out at 300 pounds. So, you know, those are not that helpful. There are, and actually we have this for big horses as well. There are some calculations and maybe we can just put it in the show notes um, that actually look at the girth and then the length and they have a specific equation for minis. So that's actually a pretty good way to get a fairly accurate weight on your mini without having a scale would be to use a calculation that's been developed for miniatures. Yeah, we'll definitely put that in the show notes because (laughs) telling you on the podcast would would be useless, but we will have it in there where you can go. And again, it's, it's similar how you use a weight tape on a tall horse and that way gives you a rough estimate. So when you're basing your diets, uh, you can use that. Now, big question Does their nutritional requirements differ from tall horses? That is a really good question. And ultimately, no. I mean, we don't have a separate category of nutrition based on mini, pony, tall horse, or think about heavy draft horse. The way that our NRC works is it's simply scaled based on weight. So what we actually do is we take the requirements that were developed, let's say, for the 1,000-pound horse, we know we can actually scale them down for the 300 or even 150-pound mini. I actually think the hardest part for us humans, if we are used to feeding a regular-sized horse, it's just hard to give the mini the tiny bit they actually need when you scale that down. (laughs) That's true. I'm thinking that's why they're all... chunky. (laughs) I think that's part of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I mean, their physiology is, is the same. It's just in miniature form. So their digestive system is the same as any other horse. So it shouldn't, uh, 
change. Now, the question is, are most minis, and we've kind of alluded to this, but it's worth re- revisiting, or why are they easy keepers? Why do they put on weight so easily? So I think part of it is, you know, foundational breed type. We know within bigger horses as well, some are easier keepers than others, which goes down to their basal metabolism being different. And then I'm not saying no minis have jobs because some definitely have jobs and some of them actually work pretty hard pulling carts and things. But most minis that you run into aren't actually doing any work. So they're easier keeper by nature. And then their nutrient requirements, particularly for energy, stay low because a lot of times they're not out doing a specific hard job that would burn calories. Okay, well, let me give you a situation. I have a 200-pound mini, non-working. What would your feeding plan for that type of horse look like? Say body condition score, five and a half, uh, gelding, 200 pounds, what would you feed them? Good question. So we're going to start with forage. Because they're easier keeper types, I'm probably not going to go give them that super rich alfalfa, but just a nice regular grass type hay. And I'm going to follow the same rule of thumb, which is that the minimum needed to support digestive function is 1.5% of their body weight on a dry matter basis. And if your mini, Chris, is 200 pounds, that equals three pounds of forage per day. So that's where I'm going to start. And then I still have to fill in the gaps. So even though that's going to provide his fiber needs, most of his calorie needs, Even though my mini, even if his job is just to hang out, he still has needs for those amino acids, trace minerals, vitamins. He's part of the family. You want to keep him healthy, provide all of those needs. So a lot of times people ask, do you have a specific feed for minis? And we do not because we already have some feeds that really fit the needs of minis really well. And the number one, most common one, probably 99% of our minis are fed is our ration balancer. So in our case, that would be essential K, but a ration balancer highly concentrated in nutrients. So those amino acids, trace minerals, vitamins, low calorie, low volume. So for my average size tall horse, I'd feed a pound a day. Well, I'm just going to scale that down. And so for your 200-pound mini, I'm going to feed just under a quarter pound of ration balancer per day, which when you look at it is such a tiny, tiny amount of feed. It's not going to take him but two seconds to eat, but we're able to fill in all of those gaps with just that really, really small amount of feed. And for context one pound of our ration balancers, and a lot of them kind of fall roughly into this general range, would be three eight-ounce baking cups per day would equal one pound. Um, So it it ends up being like a quarter of a cup of ration balancers what we feed these minis. It's itty-bitty. And that bag would last you all year, basically. (laughs) Yes, yes, it would last a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's, they, they don't eat very much. Now, let's say I had a, let, let's switch that up. I have a working one, one that I'm showing. We're out exercising every day and in round pens, arenas, whatever, you know, so they're burning more calories. How would that change a little bit? Good question. So the first thing we could do, we could bump up the forage a little bit if we need to. If they're working a little bit harder, just like 
our tall horse, we would increase their ration balancer a bit. So let's say this is a mini working, you know, five days a week doing a significant amount of work, really burning those calories. They might need a little bit more hay. They might not, but their needs for those micronutrients do go up. So then we would be feeding, say, four-tenths of a pound of ration balancer, just like in the mature tall horse, we'd go from a pound of ration balancer to two pounds of ration balancer. If it did need additional calories, and I would say I generally only run into this in our senior minis. Um, Maybe they can't eat hay as well, or they have some sort of health condition, poor teeth, things like that. Once I need to feed more calories than hay and their ration balancer, the feed that I lean on is Coleman Easy. The reason I choose Coleman Easy, it's moderate fat. We're providing some calories, has a little bit higher feeding rate. So for the tall horse, four pounds a day. For the mini, you'd start at one pound a day. But the big thing here is that it's also low NSC. That's going to be our sugars and starches. And we know that ponies and minis tend to have greater risk of insulin resistance. So by keeping their diet lower NSC, that's something that we're trying to manage the risk of. So I'm not going to choose the sticky sweet feed if I need to put weight on my mini. I'm going to use those low NSC, high fiber feeds. Now, something clicked in me to ask you, and that is, you know, we always say never feed, and you're talking very small amounts, but just with our miniatures, you know, compared to our, our tall horses, we always say never feed more than five pounds of concentrate at one sitting. How would that differ with a mini or a small pony? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Same idea. You just scale it down. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. you know, if we're going to go with your 200 pound mini, would you like to give it a name by the, or yeah, name by the way? <laughs> I'll call him Clay to my good friend, Dr. Clay Cavender, who worked with his, his minis. So little Clay there, this little mini okay. stallion. <laughs> Uh, So little clay, the capacity of his stomach would actually be one pound per meal would be the max amount. So thinking about five pounds in the thousand pound horse for our little 200 little clay, that brings us down to one pound per meal. So that, yeah, the same fundamental concepts all apply. You just have to do a little math to scale everything down. (laughs) <laughs> he would love it. He would love it. All right. One pound, one pound. Any other feeding tips? I mean, I obviously, you know, fresh, clean water. I mean, again, scale it down. What would that be? They, they need at least, you know, five gallons a day, but any, any other requirements you could, you could think of? You know, the same basic requirements, access to free choice salt, uh, access to clean water. I will say because a lot of them tend to be easy keepers, they do tend to scarf up their hay. So maybe thinking about an itty bitty little hay net is not a bad idea. That's going to help keep them occupied and also good for digestive function to have that trickle of hay. Uh, But otherwise, I I would say by far the biggest tip is go ahead and weigh how much forage you're actually giving them because I think a lot of us will find if we are used to feeding full-size horses that unintentionally we may be um, showing them a little too much love with how much forage that we feed, which they, I mean, would appreciate, but we know obesity is definitely an issue and causes long-term health complications. So being aware of how little that 
actually is and sticking to it would be the biggest thing to keeping these minis healthy. I, I have a better name for this horse now. I mean, I, I love Clay, but I'm going to call him Maximus. Just Maximus. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Very regal. Okay, I can totally see it. <laughs> I can see little Maximus in his pasture. All right, I'm going to go get a mini now. Oh, I love them. They're so great. But thanks so much, Nicole. I mean, I, all these different situations, all these different types of horses. Again, if you have any questions about your horse or operation, always feel free to, to reach out to the tribute team. For Again, it's free and they can answer any questions uh, that you may have. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing these episodes and stay tuned next week for another great topic. Thanks, Chris.